Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so, so thankful that y'all are here. Welcome to uh, episode 109 of this podcast. Um, on Wednesdays, I launch Women to Watch Wednesday. And so I either chat with an amazing babe in their industry who blazing trails, or I highlight a woman that I am just fucking obsessed with. Now, here's the deal. I did not grow up in the world of Lizzie McGuire. Um, I am too old for that, but I know a lot of you have, and I'm here for it. I am talking today about Hillary Duff, and if you don't know what happened this week with Hillary Duff, she did an amazing, an amazing episode, I mean, article, my bad, with women's health. She's naked, she's glowing, she's talking about her body. And I am fucking here for it. So you're not going to hear a lot from me this this episode. I'm going to read the Women's Health article after you hear this snippet. It's about a six-minute video, and she's talking about tattoos and how she's come to love her body at the age of 34, which makes my 41-year-old ass feel real crazy and rickety, but um, I digress. So let's just dive into an ad first, then I will play the segment um, for y'all. And thanks to Women's Health for putting this out. Cheers to Hillary Duff for kicking serious ass all the time. I love you and Younger. I'm sure we're going to talk more about How I Met Your Mother remake in a bit. But first and foremost, here's an ad about Anchor and... Hillary Duff. Don't worry, babes. I'd never leave you hanging in the middle of an episode. It's time for an ad. So don't worry your pretty little heads. If this is not your jam, it's cool to fast forward just a little bit. But I think you'll want to stick around and hear what's up next. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the episode. So I have a really quick edit before we get started. So I think in the original recording of this episode, I called the writer of the article, journalism, journalist, uh, Karen Varby, and it's actually Karen Valby, V-A-L-B-Y. So I've corrected it and I'm sorry. You're a rock star. I love you. I try to just do the same thing with my diet, which is like 70, 30. If I can be great 70% of the time and then live my life or be a little wild with a product 30% of the time, I, I think that's a good balance. I'm Hilary Duff, and this is my women's health body scan. What do I love most about my body? I think that at 34, I have just gained a lot of respect for my body. It's taken me all the places I need to go. It's helped me build a beautiful family. I feel like the older I get, the more confident I get in in my own skin and uh, my body's been many different shapes and sizes and I'm really just fascinated by one being a woman and uh, two all the changes that your body can go through throughout your lifetime. I have so many tattoos I 
I don't even think I remember how many I have anymore. I have um, some tattoos that uh, I got very early on that of course aren't my favorite anymore, but they're just a part of me. And then I have a lot of tattoos on the insides of my arms. I have quite a few tattoos with friends. This little ghost on my arm is one of my favorites and it has in the hem of the skirt, ride or die. And that's me and my oldest friend have that tattoo together. I have a very funny uh, happy face that's on a post-it on the back of my arm, which is just a daily reminder to remember all the things I have in my life that make me happy. I have a, a neck tattoo. That's one of my most recent ones that says mother. I really like that one. I have this little Saturn that I love. I also got this with a friend. I don't know, everywhere you look, they, they kind of are like earthy in a way. So a lot of birds, a lot of flowers, a lot of, I have a wishbone, a lot of like earthy things. I have a snake. Uh, my daughter calls this a magic snake. <laughs> I don't know why, but I quite like that she uh, calls it that. I don't have any body piercings, but I have a lot of ear piercings. I mean, I got my ears pierced when I, when I was a baby and I have, I think three on this side. And I think I have about six on this side. The most recent one I got was inside my ear right here. And it's actually been my least painful, ta uh, sorry, not tattoo, my least painful yeah, that's how you say that, right? It's my least painful piercing. And I thought it was going to be awful, but sleeping on it is like no big deal. And then anything in the cartilage, I've just given up. I used to want like a lot around the tops of my ears, but I just, I'm, I've gotten weaker in my old age. Every time someone hugs you or you sleep on it wrong, you're just like in so much pain. So I'm good with what I have. I'm the worst to talk about hair health because I'm constantly dyeing my hair blue or pink and then I have to go back to blonde for a roll and then I'll be newly pregnant and I'll tell Nikki, my, my hairstylist, I'll be like, what about Auburn? I've never been Auburn. Let's go Auburn. But in three months, I have to be blonde. And she'll be like, oh my gosh, dear God, how do I keep up with you? But I chop my hair off all the time. I pop in a ton of extensions any given day. So I, I really like to play around with my hair looks and I do masks and I try to, I try to treat it kindly, but I would say that I'm not the best at taking care of my hair. Beauty and skin. I don't, I, I really don't have a ton of time. I try to get facials. There is a, I don't even know if it's a laser. I don't think it's a laser, a clear and brilliant facial. I just discovered about a year ago. I really love that. It's not too invasive, but it helps with texture and tone and sunspots and just kind of sloughing off that, that layer that is constantly exposed. So those have, have helped me a lot. And then just sticking to a good regime, but just like everyone else, I get bored of products and I want to try new things. And I try to keep most of my skincare clean, but I of course make certain exceptions for products that I've used for a long time or to try something new. I think with, with that, I try to just do the same thing with my diet, which is like 70, 30. If I can be great 70% of the time and then live my life or be a little wild with a product 30% of the time, I, I think that's a good balance. I do feel lucky in the mental health department where I haven't had huge hurdles to get over, but just like everyone else, I have my issues, my insecurities, pain, you know, therapy helps me a lot. I try to do a Zoom through this pandemic, try to do a Zoom with my therapist at least twice a month. 
sometimes more if I need it. But I think just talking and having the right people around you that can truly listen when you need them to, taking space for yourself. I've tried to stop thinking about working out as space for myself, even though I know it's great for my mind. That's also something I have to do just to keep healthy for my kids and you know to feel good about my job but that's not really like space to deal with your thoughts and you know figure out issues that you're dealing with um so i have started meditating a little bit and i like to do that in the bath besides like talking to friends my husband Sometimes I'll just cancel my day if I have to, you know, if I'm just feeling overwhelmed and overworked. Even being with my kids, even though that's a lot, is it like fills my cup up again. You know, I do work a lot and spending time with them, although it can be exhausting, is what I need to feel like they're getting what they need and I'm getting, you know, what I love from them. All right, you guys, is she not the cutest freaking human? Um, I just adore her. I also love her sister Haley. If you've never seen Haley's cooking show on uh, the cooking channel, it's awesome. She also has a great cookbook. So shout out to uh, Haley as well. But I'm going to dive into this article. It's written by Karen Valby and it was launched uh, May 10th. So hot off the presses. And I'm actually reading it from the online version, so I'm not sure if the print version is longer or has things in greater detail. So definitely go pick it up if it's something you guys are wanting to uh, read. So the the headline says Hillary Duff is seeing the light, and if you have seen any of her pictures anywhere, shout out to my friend Steph who does the Sunday spill with me um, on Sundays. I would not have seen this if it wasn't for her because she sent it to me on Instagram. So shout out to my babe, Steph. Thank you for the uh, inspiration on diving into Hillary Duff. Um, so the tagline says the actress spent years trying to live up to Hollywood's standards. And now she's focused on what makes her feel happy and whole and content on the inside. I have an idea, says Hillary Duff's three-year-old daughter, Banks, her finger tapping her mouth. Can I have a treat? The husband, or the husband, the child tilts her blonde head to one side as her mother looks upon her with amusement. Did you eat any vegetables for lunch? Hillary asks. Bank says yes, though her mother suspects otherwise. But who can deny a little indulgence in the face of such ingenuity? Banks scampers off. Banks scampers out of the view on Zoom and Hillary left alone in her bright and airy bedroom shakes her head affectionately at 34 years old. She's the mother of three children. Besides Banks, she has son Luca, who's 10, from her previous marriage to retired hockey player Matt Comrie, or Mike Comrie and daughter May, one. When May was born, the baby took over the office, so now Hillary's bedroom is her last sanctuary. She worries days in the house are numbered. Her family, which also includes musician, husband, Matthew Coma, three dogs, including a 130-pound St. Bernard, yes, please, and seven chickens has outgrown it. She says, we're busting at the seams here. You should see my garage. It's a stroller and car city, scooters everywhere. But this is the house where she recovered from her 2016 divorce, where she learned to parent Luca as a single mom where she eventually wed Coma on the front lawn and where their girls were born. 
it's hard to leave a place that holds such joy. And food is a big source of that happiness. We eat butter in this house and olive oil and sodium and sugar, says Hillary, taking a bite of a turkey arugula and pickle sandwich, a deviled egg, which she made from this morning because her chickens are laying weights on her plate as a mom's version of a treat. Sorry, apparently today it's very hard for me to read out loud. I just got back from a run, so I'm getting a little bit of the weird, like, post-adrenaline shake. So, pardon me! I've gotten to a place of being peaceful with the changes my body has gone through. Hillary's appeal as an actress has always been her easy familiarity. That word is hard. Familiarity. Familiarity. Yes, you know what I'm trying to say. As a child star on Lizzie McGuire, she was the quintessential every girl, as warm as she is vulnerable. After years of being identified with the character and multiple passes on offers to reboot her, she agreed to revisit Lizzie in a series for Disney+. Plus. The project tanked when Hillary and the network differed on her vision for adult Lizzie. She had to be 30 years old doing 30-year-old things. Hillary says she insisted, pushing for a more mature Lizzie. She didn't need to be doing bong rips and having one-night stands all the time, but it had to be authentic. I think they got spooked. Standing her ground meant the project fizzled, which cleared the path for How I Met Your Father. I am, side note, I'm so excited because I love How I Met Your Mother. We literally have a topographic print in our house of the umbrella. It is so cool. I'll post a photo of it as well. Um, you can see how her character Sophie, swirling in realistic singledom, would be friends with a grown-up Lizzie. It would be dumb of me to not know that I have a sweet spot playing that relatable girl. She says, I am that girl. Even as a kid trying to separate herself from the character who made her famous, she managed to hold on to her optimism. It was a conscious choice not to be angsty and try and shift people's opinions on who I am, she says, laughing. That doesn't mean I didn't want to try. <laughs> Hillary signed on to H-I-M-Y-F in her eighth month of pregnancy and had four and a half months to get ready for wardrobe in Sophie's short skirts. It's a tricky thing in Hollywood for women to separate the idea of health from her appearance. Because of my career path, I can't help but be like, I'm on camera and actresses are skinny, she says. She struggled with pressure, battling a year-long eating disorder at the age of 17. It was horrifying, she says. So her decision to bear it all for this cover is an extremely thoughtful and deliberate one. I'm proud of my body. I'm proud that it's produced three children for me. I've gotten to a place of being peaceful with my changes and the changes my body has gone through. I also want people to know a makeup artist... Was there putting glow all over my body and someone put me in the most flattering position. <laughs> Love that uh, B-roll, you know, behind the curtain moment. When asked when it was that she finally got to a calm place with her body, she pauses to consider. Perhaps after having banks, she says, I didn't even know if I was going to have an opportunity to have another child after the divorce. So being a mom again, maybe. It's a whole mix of things, of being settled and then realizing I'm powerful and talented and smart. All mental things. 
Recently, she got a new tattoo, a delicate etching of the word mother on her neck to complement the sailor-style tattoos of roses and swallows on her arm. In the months leading up to the women's health shoot, Hillary started working with a new trainer, Dominic Leader. He joined her in her garage for hour-long workouts four days a week. They stuck to routines that emphasized strength and stability to concentrate on lean muscle mass. A workout might focus on weighted squats followed by supersets of squats on a BOSU ball. Other days, he'd have her do lat pulldowns um, followed by single leg bent over dumbbell rows or tricep pushdowns with a stability skull crusher or stability ball skull crusher. She'd perform 30-second cardio blasts of, say, jumping lunges in place of runs. Leader incorporated stretching, rolling, and theragun massage to her routine. Y'all know we love that thing. Knowing she'd likely skip it on her own. On days off, Hillary would go hiking or play tennis. She said, I've slept better. I've felt better. She says, adding that she has since lowered the intensity of her workouts, but still loves the trainer structure Leader puts together creating a different program for her each week. Y'all, and her booty looks bagging. <laughs> As the afternoon light softens, Hillary takes a deep breath, gearing up for bedtime routines ahead. She says it's both her happiest time with her children and the most exhausting. The cooking, the feeding, the bathing, reading books, bottles, and all that stuff. It's Then it's her turn to unwind. She's learned that exercise alone can't be her self-care. She needs to tend to other aspects of her life as well. When the kids are down, she'll change and do pajamas, nothing fancy. I want to be in soft rags, basically, and turn off her to-do list of a mind. On an ideal night, she and Coma are in their big white bed by 7.30, eating takeout sushi and watching their shows. She'll crochet, maybe read a chapter from a book, currently reading The Argonauts and a self-help book called The Mastery of Self before falling asleep. This is the routine that truly nourishes her. So she posted some of her favorite um, items in here. So I'll share those as well. And then she says she's also hard at work on another goal, committing, committing to the vital role therapy plays in her life. Recently, she told her son that if talking to family or his friends ever didn't feel comfortable, talking to a therapist was an option. He's like, I don't need a therapist. I said, no, no, no. I didn't say you need a therapist, but I love my therapist. And I always feel better when I leave because I can say whatever I want and not feel judged. Everybody needs that. That's a great fucking point. Thank you, Hillary. She's challenged herself not only to miss a therapy appointment until June. Oh, she's challenged herself not to miss a therapy appointment until June. And she's already failed the mission. When How I Met Your Father will start shooting again. Um, oh, in June. We bust our ass to get our bodies in shape to look the best we can. We get facials and Botox and our hair done and highlights and brows and lash lifts and all this shit. But I want to work on the inside. That's what's most important part of the system. So how's that for some naked truth? Oh, it is so good. I love it. The body issue is out now on stands and online. I'll post the link. Um... And I just love that she's talking about how to redefine strength, growth, power, and presence in her own life and how she's doing things to make her feel the utmost happy version of herself. So I will post all these things in the show notes as well as on the grid. And that's this week's Women to Watch Wednesday. It's Larry freaking Duff. In prime time and naked on the internet. I love it. I hope you guys have an awesome week. Stay tuned to Friday's episode. 
And uh, don't forget to binge. I love you so much. I cannot thank you guys for constantly showing up for me all the time in support of my real life and online. Again, I'm Jess, host of this podcast, The Babe AF Pod. Feel free to follow me on all socials at the The Babe AF Pod. That is, I'm going to spell it better than I can say it, T-H-E-B-A-B-E-A-F-P-O-D. Also, if you want to collab, if there's a woman I need to check out, if there's someone blazing a trail in their industry that I don't know yet but needs to become instant BFFs with, please feel free to email all inquiries to thebabeafpod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to tune in to some of your favorite episodes coming from me, Women to Watch Wednesday, fun tips and tricks uh, to build your confidence and have some amazing coffee chats on Fridays. Um, as well as the last Sunday of every month, I do an amazing pop culture monthly segment with my friend Steph. Shout out. Hey, babe. Um, and I'm so excited that you guys just continually show up and I'm so excited for you guys to see what's next. I love to hear from you and what you love in each of the episodes. So please, please, please like, share, comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, that was really difficult. Also, Confetti Corner, I mean, of all time, uh, is this one. Mark your fucking calendars because on June 25th, 2022, there is going to be a merch drop in conjunction with the Patreon. So, you guys just better get ready because I cannot wait to see the badass shit that you put together in this line. It is my first drop. It won't be a full line, but it will be a couple of things to tickle your fancy. And so I'm just so excited that you guys are super excited that it's happening. So thanks for tuning in this week. Make sure you let me know what you love, what you hate, what you critique. I don't give a shit. Just kidding. Your opinion means everything to me. And I hope you guys have a great day. And I will see you back next time. Toodles. Oh, and don't forget, when in doubt, you need to fucking dance it out. I love you. I definitely just gave the peace sign a wink and stuck my tongue out. Great visual, right? (laughs) You're fucking welcome. Bye! Hi, babes. Guess what? We have a new segment on the block. It is Wednesday, and that means that we are launching the newest segment of the Bebe of Podcast called Women to Watch, where I sit down and chat with some of the most badass babes in their industry, babes that are blazing some trails, also some babes that are really just getting some shit done and following their dreams and jumping into their passion projects. So I'm so excited that you guys are here to listen on an additional episode this week. And uh, stay tuned and make sure to follow them on social media when you're done um, and give them all the support that they deserve. Thank you so much. And I can't wait for you guys to see who's up next.